let me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show. Hey. So we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Special hump day edition, as we say in radio. You're almost over the hump out there. Uh, CJ Morgan show. Joining us, uh, buddy Matt Beard and the whole crew's here. Emily Spencer, we have a fun day today. Um, I'm very excited. A stupid game to play. Um, we're going to get into our mid-season beer pong toe tack tournament. And Emily actually has a name for it. But first, I'm under a lot of pressure all of a sudden to uh, to not get fired. At oh, first, no. I didn't care. But now I do because I just bought a new truck. And now I'm getting a new house. So I need you all to work hard. Okay. So I right. can maintain my same level of work ethic, but not get fired. Is that cool? I'm gonna do understand? So you want us sure. to work harder so that you can make more money? Yeah, I realize that's how you do it in, in the corporate I, ladder. I was going to say, if I'm looking around here, I think it is how it's done. A straight yeah. up pyramid yeah. scheme. We're but. here so that you could step on us and we can raise you up higher. Mm. And Thank then we'll you. go lower. No, and I, CJ, I can only promise that I'm going to make it look like I'm doing more work, but I'm not actually going to. Is that okay? Sometimes that's important because then you'll be motivating these two. Okay. Because they're like, oh, crap, Spencer's really busy. Like, I used to have a tactic in the office where anytime I went, when I was here just milking the clock for hours, uh, I my tactic was just when I'm going from point A to point B, grab a stack of papers. <laughs> and then pick a few people to talk to along the way. While you're holding um, a stack of papers. But Jesus I, Christ. I know dude. everything in your mind is like a game or like a strategy yeah, or yeah, something. Dude. That's insane. Uh, always. Um, and I know that maybe since I stopped drinking um, and using other illicit <laughs> substances as much, my creativity has gone down. So the good news is, is I found a legal way... Thanks to the company potluck we had earlier. Oh, my god! Is there pie left? I told you. I have to... stolen all the whipped cream cans. No. I said leave. <laughs> leave, leave some if there's still pie. There's still pie, and there's still whipped cream. <laughs> but now we have it all for us in the show. So well, now I can be more creative. Whoa, 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 Damn, dude, it whoa, does. Whoa, I forget whoa, whoa. that this actually works. <laughs> yeah. Are I was doing it as a bit, but are man. Are you going to pass that around? There's four of us. Uh, <laughs> nah, dude, you got to work. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. That's, a, oh, that's your pay raise. Do you know what's also funny about this, besides how I'm feeling right now? <laughs> this is the greatest high ever. Kids, don't listen. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This takes me back to being 14, 15 years old and working in, when I used to work at the dairy section of United Groceries. This isn't even the reason I was fired from there. Um, I was fired for throwing rotten fruit into giant fans. Um, anyhow, <laughs> we used to have a dairy section. We would just open the whipped First cream of all, and just... How could you not get fired for throwing that in there? That's amazing. How, How would you, you not fire? throw fruit why, why would in the Yeah, that's just you being, that's the, it's called instinct. It's that's called kids. science. You yeah. have to understand what happens. Um, but it must say something about me or just the condition of radio these days when I'm walking, when I'm giggling, walking down the hall from our, our banquet potluck we just had upstairs carrying all the whipped cream. And I'm like, <laughs> and no one bats an eye. Yeah. No one questioned why CJ had all this whipped cream. <laughs> like, ah, he looks really busy. He must be uh, going to uh, do something. <laughs> He's going important. to do something very important. Yeah. <laughs> this is, oh, were you holding paper yeah, at the yeah, same yeah. time? <laughs> A stack of paper? I substituted paper for whipped cream and nitrous oxide. I can't believe CJ just got the cream account. <laughs> it's National Raisin Brand Day, but also don't kill your dog. Today in history, we celebrate so many things. Sherman's March to the Sea. We have Yasser Arafat declaring Palestinian independence. Everything seemed to work out fine there. But more importantly, uh, it's National Raisin Bran Day where we celebrate a cereal that on the surface you think is gross. And then you eat it. And hey, it's actually really good. You have to be a certain years old to enjoy it. And I think anytime, you know, here, after you go to your first chiropractic appointment, that's when you start liking Raisin Bran. 
Okay, fair enough. Um, or when yeah. you're a little kid, because Grandma gets the one with all the sugar on it. That's what makes Raisin Bran good, is when the bran and raisin are covered in sugar. That's right. If raisin Bran Crunch is good, too. If you've ever had healthy Raisin Bran, it is garbage. But today's segment's more CJ's Fat Did You Know Puppy Parent Report, because uh, did you know Raisin Bran can kill your dog. Sweet. What? I mean, what, what? Yeah, I had a dog get into a cabinet. You killed a, a dog? Ripped open the bag of Raisin Bran. I was like, ah, oh, damn it, Miles. Um, turns out raisins are highly, very toxic to dogs, and there's not really a telltale sign. It doesn't mean they get sluggish. They don't throw up and poop a lot. It just slowly kills their kidney in a mysterious way. I learned it the hard way. Thankfully, nothing happened with my dog other than him, you know, making a mess in the kitchen. But raisins are very dangerous for your puppies, so you got to keep them away. And if they eat them, you got to go tell your vet right away. I think you might try to induce vomit, but they got to rush in. They got to do tests. It's a very expensive thing. Oh, that's and what makes sad. this at the core of my thought recently is I already survived one dog eating raisin. I get home one day to find shreds of plastic on the floor, and I'm like, Pickle, what did you get into? Because my current dog, Pickle, she can jump up pretty high. And she got on a chair to get up on a table and ate an oatmeal raisin cookie (gasps) that Lisa brought home to me. And I was like, crap. And I started looking stuff up. And the more I did, the more scared I got. So I called the emergency vet. And they're like, you know, it's too late. Because I watched the camera. I watched it happen. And I tried to show it to Pickle on the camera. I was like, what did you do? But she's a dog, so she can't. She's like, I can't can't see what you're showing She doesn't understand. Um... (laughs) And the vet was like, yeah, you should probably still bring her in for tests. It's too late to induce vomit. And then I searched around more, and thank goodness, I discovered it was an oatmeal chocolate chip, not raisin cookie. So that would only, that's still bad, but not as deadly as raisins. Chocolate Uh, over raisins, really? Yeah, raisins raisins are highly toxic. Any kind of raisiny things, any kind of those fruits. You want to keep away from your dog and yeah, grapes as well, of course. I'm going to be honest. Now, yeah, National Raisin Brand Day. You know, you're either feeding your kids a bunch of sugar, which is good, or you're feeding them an ass cereal, which is bad. So I'm going to declare uh, today no longer National Raisin Brand Day. It's uh, get a better cereal and don't kill your dog day. I had the ultimate a hole in traffic move, and man, it made me feel great. First and foremost, I'm fully admitting. That I was being an a-hole, but when you cause some guy that's doing an offense in traffic, when you cause him woes, uh, I almost want a chef's kiss, but I hate doing that. Um, y'all have known in the past I, I get angry at <laughs> people in society that I perceive are doing a slight towards you, the rest of us. You demand justice on the freeway, and I'm, I'm okay with that. Okay, thank you, because I, I got a little bit of justice. If you're going... Slow in the inside lane, you're a bad person. If you turn and you require other people to hit the brake, you're a bad person. If you're in a right-hand turn only lane and you decide, oh, I didn't realize that, instead of just taking the turn and biting it and going down to the next block and coming around, if you block all that traffic, you deserve to be toyed with. I call it taking the L, and that's exactly what uh, these people should have done as I was driving around. And, oh, it so, made me so all happy. Right, give it to us. What happened? Uh, first and foremost, let me say that Spencer's gotten on to me some days, and I've really tried to check my ego in driving. I think to myself... Are they causing anyone hurt? Are they being dangerous? Or is it just making me mad? Spencer is a giant, peace-loving... Like, he's a scary-looking <laughs> guy, but he will also hug a tree and nah, take man. care of other, well, other individuals. I, think, I, I road rage with the best of them. Do you? So, I, uh, I, well, that, I didn't mean to take that away from you. But that's why, I, that's why I speak from experience. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like trying not be to me. be like that. So, right, yeah. right, right. I don't want to Let's be that Let's start way. with that. I know I'm being an a-hole, but I've also, in traffic, I've checked my ego. If someone's tailgating me, that doesn't hurt anything. If like you know, if someone's speeding and weaving around, doesn't hurt me. I have no need to get involved. However, yesterday, I had to get involved. Uh, it was a classic I-35 getting onto 183 North scenario. Now they've done construction and there hasn't been problems there in a long, long time. But I find myself in the long line, backed up on 35 in the exit lane to get onto 183. Because the overpass is going slow. There must have been a wreck. And I decide, you know what? I'm not dealing with this. I'm, I'm just going to go up to Runberg and loop around. Okay. Uh, so I get over, and I'm driving. I'm like, damn, this line is long. And then I notice, of course, that right-hand lane closest to the 183 exit lane, 
starts backing up and people are trying backing to get over up. it. The, the the highway itself is starting to back up. Oh. And it's hard to get over back onto I-35 because everyone's going 70 at least. They're woo woo flying by. I stay in that lane and then I see the cause of the problem right at the merge where the barricade is where you get over from 35 to 183. At this point, it's a barricade. You shouldn't be crossing. There are two cars at a complete stop with their blinkers on, and no one's letting them over, which is a-hole, but I approve. I do approve. I do approve. So I can't get over, so I get up to these two cars, and one of the cars just is at a dead stop. The other guy in this truck is trying to push his way in, so I can't get over. It's too dangerous for me to cut over to 35. I'm not going to get on 183. These two cars should have done what Matt said. They should have taken the L and said, well, I screwed up. I tried to cheat. I tried to sneak and screw society, but I should go to Runberg because... <laughs> or I just wasn't... Sometimes it's innocent. Oh, I wasn't paying attention. It's not innocent enough. Uh, tuck in your tail behind your legs and move on. Exactly. You, you're still being a jerk, but... I'm being a jerk because I'm laying on my horn at this point. <laughs> like, nonstop. <laughs> I'm on my horn. Do you have one but, of those beep-beep horns or the... Oh, I'm one of those. <laughs> so I am on fully on my home. I'm just being an a-hole. I can't get over until they leave. But they both should have taken the L and gone to Runberg, not because it was annoying me or annoying people that they cheated and cut. The, it's not about cutting the line. It's about they're creating a dangerous situation on I-35. On a highway. By stopping in the go lanes because they want to cut the line. Well, the other reason you should go to Runberg is that recently they've been selling oranges and flowers and sometimes candy and stuffed animals at Runberg. And so you can get a little of your holiday shopping right there. There's a great Nicaraguan and Honduran taco shop where you can get a little flavor of Central America. It's awesome. Uh, But they didn't want to do that. The one car, the very front one, which is being the worst, just kind of ends up in a median, just stuck. So that was kind of funny. But the guy in the truck finally almost wrecks his way into 183. So he made it to the bridge. He rolls down his window and he starts flipping me off as I'm still honking because I still can't get around this car that's black on traffic. And mind you, the whole time I'm kind of watching to try to get over or watching behind me because cars are almost rear-ending me because they're coming up at 70 miles right. an hour on a sudden stop. Yeah. So I rolled down my window. This is, again, being an a-hole. I'm also being dangerous. I admit that. I rolled down my window. I flipped the sky off. He's just over there gloating. Ha ha, look at me. Traffic patrol, CJ. I made it. I got over. I cut the line. We make eye contact. And as I see us <laughs> making eye contact, looking at each other, I see from the passenger seat, his wife jump on his lap and start yelling at him and grab the wheel. He finally looks forward, hits the brakes <gasps> as he like oh like screeches into almost rear-ending someone, and then she's yelling at her, or he's yelling at her, she's yelling at him. All this in like it feels like half a second. All because all of the, you. All because of me. Because instead of being safe and driving, he had to flip me off and make eye contact with me, and then I got him in trouble with his old lady. They almost got in a wreck. I think they might have even bumped the vehicle in front of him, and then I just rolled up my window and tooted on down to Runberg. Yeah, got, was... got me some churros and flowers. It was great. <laughs> it was the greatest vindication ever. The kids, they don't want to play anymore. the dinner bell. It's your dad, Matt Bearden, and uh, he wants you to sit on his lap. He has a little tale to tell before you eat, but you better clean up your plate or you're going to bed. For the most part, we're a pretty sports-crazed nation, unless you get below a certain age, and then we don't seem to care as much about sports. Uh, It turns out that kids are quitting youth sports in droves. Not like, oh, it's gone down 6% in the last decade. I mean, it's like less than half. Yeah, waking up early sucks. Getting yelled at sucks. Getting hit and playing stuff sucks. Well, I think the biggest part is, and they've just done a big, giant study about it, it has to do with the internet, but not necessarily maybe in the way that you think. Not like eSports? Well, a lot of people are like, oh, kids are just sitting all day on the internet. They're not doing anything. Well, that's partially true, but not exactly the reason that kids are giving. It turns out that the images they get on the internet... And a lot of those images are us adults' sports loves. Um, kids are just saying, oh, well, I can't. They're basically assuming inside their head, I can't live up to that image, so why? 
why do this? Oh, they see all the competition. They see competition and they see, oh, I won't ever be LeBron James. Yeah, it's sure. called cannon fodder. LeBron needs kids. Yeah. To, he needs people and to dunk on. So people are like, I can see already that my talent is not that level, so why keep going? I oh, can't no. ever be a success. Oh, I can't beat that. Sad. It is kind of sad. Um, what happened is a lot of it was, think about how competitive we started to get it with all of our sports. That winning seems to be everything. Just Take a look at the holes in the walls in CJ's uh, house, and no, you realize that when you yeah. realize that when <laughs> teams don't do well, someone over there is very competitive, oh, and something must get broken. Broke we, uh, we even just watched Varsity Blues recently, set here in Texas, about high schoolers and how they're you know set to win college town or not college town, high school football towns, yeah. and how they prop all these students up and you things need like all that. the children celebrate them exactly <laughs> the children. Even uh, all the way back to like middle school and stuff like that. So well, it's I, kind I, of crazy, I, the culture. I was in a lot of organized sports growing up. I really liked it. Uh, baseball, football, soccer, all that. Um, boy, I was bad at basketball, though. Um, just, don't let me, just don't let me use my hands, I guess, is what it comes down to. And um, the, the point of that being that I, I really enjoyed it. But my, I didn't have parents that were very engaged and didn't really seem to care. I was like, if you want to do it, that, that's fine. And they're learning, hey, we kind of took a lot of the fun out of kids sports yeah we became so competitive we started putting these kids in all city leagues and then competition leagues and then telling them hey victory is everything and maybe yeah, you could where it never ends too it never ends the it becomes basically ends. another task for them and that's kind of why they're bailing out of sports more than just the oh kids are lazy and would rather yeah. video game it's not fun anymore well like i mentioned it sucks uh you know i i do wish my parents are pretty cool about it. When I wanted to quit, they said, well, wait it out a week and then make sure you're ready. And then they let me quit if I wanted to. But I wish they'd been a little more, you know, like hey, give it a keep giving it a try. Because it does teach, um, you know, sportsmanship. Um, it teaches you how to be a team player. Teaches you discipline, so there are important well, things about it. There are those mental health aspects. There's also physical health aspects. Yeah, uh, the physical oh, activity guidelines for Americans. They recommend that kids get 60 minutes or more of moderate to vigorous physical activity a day. So just shake them. Every day. No, yeah, no. I would shake them. Spencer, never Sorry. shake <laughs> just, a child. I know. Uh, yeah, so um, it turns out that that benchmark, the 60 minutes or more of moderate to visit vigorous physical activity daily, 24% uh, of school-aged children, that's the percentage that actually gets that. Um, so Damn. 76% of our nation uh, could be in for some health issues later down the line. You know what could save all this? Professional what? dodgeball leagues. And I'm not talking Ooh. about the corny bar stuff after Ooh. the movie came out. I'm saying that's what we start having our kids play because there is yeah. no more great equalizer than dodgeball. Nothing no more fun than dodgeball. I agree. And competition and you get to hit your enemies. Absolutely. And I mean, suddenly you awesome. you think you think the big kid that can't run is going to suck at it, but guess what that kid can do? What? He's got bare mitts and he can catch everything thrown at yeah, him with one hand. Yeah, what absolutely. About, what about kickball? That was a fun time too. Well, this whole the doctors associated with the study say, yeah, that's what we have to get back to. Having fun, making finding them fun. any yeah. reason that your kids can have fun, not making it always competitive, not making it about winning so much, not so much organized sports, but things that they have a blast with and push them into that. Matt Bearden and Spenny on the C.J. Morgan Show. What should you bring to potlucks? It's that time of year, and why have I just given up on them? You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. C.J. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. C.J. is fat! What is your go-to for a potluck? That's what we're trying to figure out. 512-835-1015. Text or at C.J. Morgan Show online. Your go-to for the potluck. Potlucks are supposed to be a fun, happy time of the year. In fact, when I was younger, I loved hosting or doing potlucks. Also a good way to add some casserole dishes to your collection that people forget. <laughs> we, we had one today. At the company, uh, you know, we do a little yearly holiday thing, and I just, I decided I can't do it anymore. I can't participate, so I set what? out again this year. Did not potluck. It's too stressful. You didn't contribute anything to our no, potluck. No, but I also didn't eat. Well, I did. That's not true. I stole the whipped cream from upstairs to get high off of. Oh, CJ. So, but other than that, I, it's because... When I do potlucks, I feel like I have to do something really good that I'm really yeah. good at. So yeah. I'll like 
I'll do uh, riblets or um, pulled pork. Things like like that require me smoking and making meat overnight, and it's just too much to do, and it's too expensive. Yeah, so I, I give up. I I, I see that because I want to bring my A game and be like, whoa. At the same time, not everybody could bring their A game, and I think it's just about contributing something. If I can't contribute the best brisket I've ever made, I'm not coming. And so I'm you're not, not gonna even going to eat? No, I'm not even going to play. If I can't win, I'm not going to play. Don't you I don't know feel that about me by you. now? I don't feel bad for you at all because seriously, it was a delicious potluck this year. I'm sure it is. Nick, Nick brought his balls. <laughs> he, They're very famous. They're delicious. Yeah. Yes, yes, he did. And, you know, this is the second year in a row where I'll admit I have brought crap obviously, to the, the potluck. And I don't feel bad about it because at least I brought something. So I feel like I mm. paid my dues. I don't know, I man. I went and contributed. In college, when we would do uh, Friendsgivings, this girl always bought McDonald's chicken nuggets. And it kind, of, awesome. it kind of annoyed everyone. Really? Yeah, because awesome. everyone spent time, we were all broke, and everyone spent time making their own dishes to bring. Well, that's what happens when you have rich friends. We weren't could just rich. Buy it. No, he, she could just buy it out. Buy I, out your love. I guess so. And contribute. That's just how society goes. The more money you have, the less you have to actually do. You just throw money around. You Good do. idea. Well, what did you bring this year, and how did you fail? <laughs> okay, well, last year, if you listen to The Morning X, uh, Nick made a lot of fun of me because I... Last minute decided to bring some fruit trays and vegetable uh, trays. Uh, you were that Somebody person? Somebody had to do it. Somebody had to do it. They're always there. And, you know, I because don't Because someone care. always does it and they shouldn't. I mean, who doesn't like a little bit of fruit, right? Who doesn't like a carrot or Compared two on your plate? Compared to turkey and meatballs and stuffing and gravy yes, and pie. But no one. There's people out there that, you know, they want to feel better about themselves. So okay, they'll so balance you, it out. You did the healthy stuff last year. I did the healthy did, stuff last did it, year. Was it eaten? Was it good? Did it work? Nick took a picture of your full ass of my trays. full trays and rubbed it in my face okay. for the rest of the year. So this year you rebounded, right? <sighs> no. <laughs> so I'm proving I, myself right I by did, not participating. I but I participated, and this year I ste- stepped it up just a tad. I didn't get in the email that our potluck was going to be today, so I found out, you know. 12 hours ago or so. So no time to smoke a brisket. No no time to smoke a brisket. And instead, I went to Trader Joe's and I got the finest dips and items at Trader Joe's. Dips and crackers. Okay, that's not a bad idea because Trader Joe's has some very snackable things. Yes. Now, it's not special. Uh, I don't... I'm too. I still haven't retrieved it. I'm too scared to go upstairs because I well, don't think anybody ate it. I do believe it might not have been eaten, but someone definitely knocked it over on the floor. Yeah. So there's. So you had some floor crackers with some plates you found around the building. I, that might be why people are staying away from it. They don't know that. It also might be because I showed up late. So in the middle of everybody eating, for, forming the line and going through the See, line, I pushed through the line and said, whoa, whoa, I feel like I, I, would, line. I would do the same thing. I would set up food and then completely uh, just fail at it. Yeah. And so like, well, so why try Or it's, I don't know, uh, some of the texts we have coming in, um, someone just said to bring a casserole. Casseroles are easy. You mix stuff, you put it in a dish. But Gross. to me, that's also basic. And you also, it's hard to bring things that are warm here in the building because we don't have an oven. Like, what, yeah. are we, what am I going to reheat that in? No, you everybody cr- and their mother brings that. It's a fire hazard upstairs with how many crock pots we have. Uh, another text we have. Yeah, we're not allowed to bring certain, like, toaster ovens and heaters to work, but no, we can just but have crock pots. As soon as it's the crock day pot away. that we, yeah, it's, uh, it's stupid. Another text said, I love Nick's balls in my mouth. Um, talking about his meatballs, which are very good. They're his grandmother's recipe. He's mm. not just dumping them in barbecue sauce, but let us know at CJ Morgan Show online, 512-835-1015 if you want to text us. What's your go-to for a potluck? Here we go, another dumb game. Uh, We're going to have some gift cards to dole out. Uh, Today I have a gift card to Odd Duck. We'll either go to you, the listener, text us 835-1015 if you want to be in the running, or one of these three, Emily, Matt, Spencer, could get a nice little delicious dinner uh, if they can play the game and identify the names of old cities. It was World Kindness Day earlier this week. You could have just gave us a gift 
for fun. It's for, World for Shut Up and Play the Game Day now. <laughs> yeah, and it's not kind anymore. Uh, you're going to have to identify a city's former name or current name, just like Istanbul, which is no longer Constantinople. Oh, God. Okay. So here's also how it works. When I ask the question, you're going to have to answer, but you're going to have to remember all the answers before. So everything starts with Istanbul, not Constantinople, and then the list of cities leading up to that. Are we ready? Question. Yeah. Are we allowed to use writing utensils to aid us? No. Uh, you can use your brain. Fair enough. Oof. Here we go. Uh, let's start with a pretty simple one and starting with Emily. You're going to get a point for getting it correct, but your answer does not count unless you repeated the thing beforehand. No. Oh my God. Uh, number one, Austin was initially known as what? Oh, you're, you're going to hate me because I don't know. Okay. It's okay, my turn. Pass. Matt. Okay, it's Istanbul, not Constantinople. It's Austin, not Waterloo. Absolutely correct. Oh. Congratulations. Yeah, 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 yeah. All yeah, right, yeah. moving on. So point I'm from Houston. <laughs> We're also called Waterloo Media. I know. It's so stupid and on the nose. Oh, well, uh, point for Matt, nonetheless. Uh, moving on to Spencer. Oh, no. Um, so remember, you repeat the previous two before answering. After the U.S. fled from Vietnam, the capital was changed from this to Ho Chi Minh City. I also structured this thinking Matt would get it, that Emily would get yeah, the first, and this would be a good Matt one. Well, you oh, thought man. wrong, because I'm very dumb. You, as the show host, could have pivoted to the one that you had sort of made for me. No, because I have the, I have the list of order that you, you got to go repeat back, list. and I yeah. can't redo it. Okay. <laughs> After the U.S. fled from Vietnam, the capital was changed from this to Ho Chi Minh City. It's also a Charlie Daniels song, if that helps. It doesn't. I don't okay. know. <laughs> Does not know. Emily, any guess? No, okay, absolutely not. <laughs> it's Istanbul, not Constantinople. It's Austin, not Waterloo. It's Ho Chi Minh City, not Hanoi. Saigon. Ooh. Saigon. Yeah. Oof. Ooh, so Matt even got well, that wrong. It was on, his question. But just remember, it's Ho Chi Minh, not Saigon. Now, moving on <laughs> to Emily, you might be able to get this. Hey, wait. I, I'm after Matt. Uh, you you missed. You skipped. You didn't get this one. So now <laughs> it's Emily once again. A great gin, but not a city in India. It was changed to Mumbai. A great gin, oh. but not a city in India. It was changed to Mumbai. Was it Bombay? Okay, that's not how you oh, play the game. Istanbul. Oh, my turn. No. <laughs> Let's see if she can at least get this. All right, here we go. I'm not. It's it's symbol, not Constantinople. Austin, not Waterloo. I already forgot the other ones. Okay. Saigon, not Ho Chi Minh City. Saigon, not Ho Chi Minh City. Ho Chi Minh City, not Saigon. <laughs> Got you. I almost swear to you, Nick. Or not Nick. to swear because I called you Nick. Matt! All right. Well, move, uh, move on. Whatever. I'm, okay. Whatever. It's Emma, fine. I hate this game. Emily, <laughs> Emily passes, so now we'll go to Matt. Wait, you're really not going to give her the point? She got all the way there. No. Okay. Well, give fair me enough. the point. All right. So I'm not playing the game right. We're going to come back and play the game again. Point. It's Istanbul, not Constantinople. It's Austin, not Waterloo. Ho Chi Minh, not Saigon. Mumbai, not Bombay. We'll be back. Matt's up two. Emily has one. Spencer, I'm going to give you a half point for not complaining too much. It's Istanbul, not Constantinople. Playing a little word game where you have to remember what a city used to be named or what the name was replaced to. And we're going to get right back into it. you got to repeat all the other ones. But first, a bonus question. Oh. Can you name any artist that sang the song Istanbul, not Constantinople, other than they might be giants? It was Cartoons. Rich. You know what? You're right. They did it on... Uh, Animaniacs. Animaniacs. There you Can go. I Emily get gets that? the point. Yes. <laughs> Bonus point for the Emily. Animaniacs. That means Matt and Emily are tied at two. Spinny Take has that, work. Mom. I do, I, I do learn things it when I watch out. TV. Uh, we are now going to start with, I guess, Spencer. Why not? Oh, um, God. Remember, you're going to have to repeat all the previous answers, starting with it's Istanbul, not Constantinople. What were they again? Uh, here we go. <laughs> New Amsterdam was once the original name for this bustling five-borough metropolis. New Amsterdam was once the original name for this bustling five-borough metropolis. <laughs> oh, no, man. I mean, I think I know the answer to this, but I don't remember the history that we've been through. It's not Constantinople. It's Istanbul. 
Okay, kind of, kind of close. I don't know. Okay, Emily moves on to you. I forgot. I know the answer, right. but I already forgot. So we the start thing. with it's Istanbul, not Constantinople. Istanbul, not Constantinople. It's, it's water. Austin, Austin not Texas, Waterloo. not Waterloo. This is the one. It's something that. I can't say because I always forget this one because I've never been here. Okay, back to Matt. Well, I think that you're what you're looking for, and I think I can help you here. It's Istanbul, not Constantinople. You got to sing it. It's Austin, that was not never, Waterloo. That was never part of the rules, by the way. It's Ho Chi Minh City, not Saigon. It's Mumbai, not Bombay. Yeah, and the answer? It's New York, not New, New Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Why they changed it, I can't say. People just liked it better that way. All right, next one. We're going to go to Emily. Okay, let's go ahead and write down my point, please. Okay, I should. Yeah, Matt, point for that. So Matt is now in the lead, three to two. I it's already been... forgot the name. I can't remember any of these cities. Guys, this is ridiculous. The two of you were younger, and neither of you have had a stroke. I and I'm feeling better than I don't you think are. Matt's ever played these actual drinking games. Games. I, we have to remember all this stuff. We never play drinking games with smart things. All right. It's Istanbul, not Constantinople. It's Austin, Texas, not Waterloo. It's Ho Chi Minh, not Saigon. Mumbai, not Bombay. Even old New York was once New Amsterdam. Why they changed it, I can't say. People just like it better that way. All right. Hopefully that worked. Here we go. Is Emily. this the last one? Uh, two more. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yikes. Uh, St. Petersburg was temporarily ooh, 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 named ooh. Petrograd, but it sounded too German, so they changed it to this Soviet Union's first leader. <sighs> so St. Petersburg was once first leader of the Soviet Union. Oh, oh. Hey, wait, hey, what's with handing out all the help to the person who's right on my ass? Oh, it's... um. Um, <laughs> all I can think about are the Romanovs. <laughs> so I'm just going to say Istanbul, not Constantinople. Uh, Austin, not Waterloo. <laughs> it's Ho Chi Minh, not Saigon. It's, I got over that one. It's Bomb... Bomb... Mm. Bom- it's Bombay. Mom- it's Bombay. No, not Mumbai, not Bombay. Okay. I'm putting my hand up to Matt. Next. It's New York, not New Amsterdam. It's St. Petersburg. St. Peter- Petersburg, not, not-, not the Romanovs. Okay, incorrect. Okay. <laughs> Matt, go ahead. Well, I, I, all the radios in, in the book. city are turning off, uh, but I'm going to try to get us back on track. It is uh, Istanbul, not, it's not Constantinople. Yep. It's Austin, not Waterloo. Yep. It's Ho Chi Minh City, not Saigon. Yep. It's Mumbai, not Bombay. It's New York, not New Amsterdam. Why they changed it, I can't say. And it is St. Petersburg, not Leningrad. Leningrad is correct! Matt Bearden, our winner of the longest, dumbest game ever. I'm sorry, and no, I'm not going to play that song. Guess what? Sometimes that famous actor playing your favorite comic book character doesn't even care or know who or what they are. And now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. That's right. Your favorite movies, your favorite stars, and your favorite roles probably didn't even research completely before doing it. Uh, welcome to the Nerd Report. Let's start with Pedro Pascal. I don't know if he researches or not, but I do know he is now in a fourth mega franchise. He was just cast as Reed Richards in the MCU's upcoming Fantastic Four. Sexy. So Star Wars. Sexy. MCU. Last of uh, Us. Last of Us video game and yeah. Game of Thrones. There's no oh way he gosh. can read all that. Oh, my gosh. He's, he's, in, he's in the big four. Wow. All these things. Uh, so congrats to uh, Pedro Pascal. But let's move on to uh, some more actors that uh, haven't even cared or researched or looked at their roles. Yesterday, we talked about the Priscilla movie and that uh, Jacob uh, El Dori, whatever, man. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you could do it, man. He didn't. Uh, he didn't know he was going to be playing Elvis, and did not quite dive into it as hard as Austin Butler did. Oh no, definitely not. Doing he, it, doing the fake accent for like a year after. Yeah, oh. in an interview, I think it's Elordi, Jacob Elordi. Thank you. Uh, he said that really the only thing he knew about Elvis before accepting this role was whenever they reference Elvis in Lilo and Stitch, which Oof. is just Stitch uh. dressing up as Elvis and going, oh, yeah, and then doing a little dance. And so that's they all play he, all one of did. the songs. Uh, Hugh Jackman didn't know anything about X-Men, comic books, and actually didn't even know Wolverines were a real animal before accepting his role. And he became probably the A number one best X-Men ever as far as on screen, right? Like, is there anyone? I mean, you know, Professor X is pretty up there just because yeah. of Patrick Stewart. But I mean, come on, yeah. He, he's the best. He and, and maybe it's just if you have a great actor, it doesn't matter how well they know the source material. True. I would have put Scott Marsden up there as a good Cyclops, but no one cares about Cyclops. So. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. That's sad. He's one of the best X-Men. How dare you? Uh, C.J. Morgan is uh, so great at radio that he doesn't research or do any prep for showing up. He just turns on the mic. Yeah. That's okay. Interesting. Yeah, we've noticed. Uh, fans of the uh, Harry Potter lore in movies uh, know that Professor, Professor Dumbledore was uh, Michael Gambon from the third movie on, I believe. Yes, right? from starting uh, the third movie. Yeah, he, he didn't know anything about it. He didn't read any of the books. He didn't look into it. He just showed up and played a wizard, which works for him because he's got that great accent. And, uh, yeah. You so, know, Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? That's what I would have done. Yeah. You don't need research to be a wizard. You just come need, on. No. You need lots of studying, no. but come on. Uh, the same goes for Tom Felton, who played Draco Malfoy. Uh, that's good to be a bad guy. Because I think he, he talked not? about it in his book, too. I read his book, and yeah, he was very like, I really didn't know anything about Harry Potter, and I still don't, but here I am. <laughs> uh, in the television show, now on season two, Our Flag Means Death, Taikiti Watiti. Taika Watiti. Ta Taika, Taika Watiti, Watiti, who I love. I can just listen to that dreamy accent all day. Uh, didn't even finish the Wikipedia page for Blackbeard. He looked that little into it. And you know what? It works. The show itself is not necessarily just about him being Blackbeard. So it, and it's such a fantasy comic right. thing that well, it works. There, of course, there's also a lot of rumors about Blackbeard, too. It's like, where do you find the fun? Who cares about the, the true guy? It's <laughs> such a I mean? mystical character. Put those, put the candles in your beard or whatever he used to do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ewan McGregor never read Jane Austen. He doesn't need to. He's Ewan McGregor. Uh, Rafe Spell never read War of the Worlds before playing George in the BBC adaptation. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, because a few of these, especially the Jane Austen one, like you're getting a little... When you're getting into just old books, I feel like at that point you should know enough. Yeah. If it's an action movie or a fantasy movie... It seems like you can slide by on acting and personality, but this gets a little different. Yeah, I always wondered, does the main actors read the book before? I was thinking about this today, actually, when I was listening to the new Hunger Games book, uh, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, because the movie's coming out this weekend. I was like, do you think that every person read this book before doing the movie? I'm going to no. say yeah. no. Absolutely not. I feel and, like the director should, at least. Maybe, yeah. maybe <laughs> some writer? people should have. <laughs> yeah, writers. One of the big characters in Lord of the Rings, of course, uh, was Viggo Mortensen playing Aragorn, and he did a great job. He was a great Aragorn, but his accent constantly, especially in the first two movies, he kept having a different accent and a different style for who he was That's playing. That's hilarious. It's like he couldn't pick a lane of who Aragorn was. You, you cannot wield it, but l l go back, <laughs> okay. watch Lord of the Rings, and just listen to him talk, and his accent's constantly shifting and changing. So I felt like, and he even said he felt unprepared for that, which, I don't know, might kind of make sense if he doesn't have the vision of who that character is going to be. I did that once. I auditioned for a video game, and I went in so prepared for like who this character was going to be, the voice, the everything. And when I did it, they're like, oh, that's really good, but you're more kind of this guy. And so I couldn't change out of it. Oh, I couldn't man. change character mode, and I did not get yeah, the yeah, role. Yeah, you got to be open to stuff, buddy. I know. And oh, you know that now. I'm sorry. It's the, you didn't know at the time. I did not. It's okay. And, uh, it's okay. Probably the biggest one, uh, Bill Murray thought that when doing Garfield, it was going to be a Coen's brother film. 
I don't know how that works Dude, out. You're just dumb. How could you just completely that? went into a terrible <laughs> cartoon movie thinking it was going to be something like that? There you go. Actors who uh, never read. So there you go, kids. You don't need to learn. No. You don't need to prepare. You don't need to do any research. Do what I do and wing it all the time. Austin's number one video beer pong champion, the CJ Morgan Show on 101X. Time for getting headlines, taking a look at some local news. Guess what, Austin? Your 100-degree days might triple. But don't worry, it's not going to triple to 2100. So we have a lot of years. Oh, we have, we have don't like, scare us. Don't like, do like that. 80 some years, 77 years uh-huh. to be exact. You're asking a radio guy to do math now, I'll man. I'll be right? dead by then. But uh, yes, a new report from the National Climate Assessment said that we can expect 100 degree days to double by 2050. Oh. Might still be live then. That sucks. It's a little closer. Uh, And perhaps even triple by the end of the century if global greenhouse gas emissions go unchecked. Poke a hole in it. Let it drain out. (laughs) Just let it drain out. Just like a zit. Just just poke it out. Let the pus just move I am not going to drive a Tesla because Elon is such a douche. I'm sorry. I can't do it. I have to have my big-ass engine. There's lots of other electric vehicle options out there. Nope, poke a hole in it. That's what we're going to (laughs) do. In other news, the uh, massive trial that's been happening, there's two in Austin going on right now, but as far as the Austin police officer's murder trial, it has ended in a hung jury. Uh, APD officer Christopher Taylor was uh, accused of murdering Michael Ramos in 2020. Uh, it was a shooting that just shocked the city, and the trial just happened. And after four full days of deliberation, the Travis County jury could not decide. So they have what's called a hung jury. What does that mean? <laughs> well, it's uh, this is the second time a miss. Spencer, don't make dong jokes when I'm being serious with news. I didn't. Wow. Okay. I didn't do anything. Hung I just jury. laughed. This is serious. I, didn't laugh. I just laughed. You were the one who thought that thing in your head. Well, what I do think is it's going to be really tough for a lot of people involved in the case because it's the second mistrial. And now when there's a hung jury, the prosecution is essentially going to have to determine Mm. whether or not Taylor will be retried. So uh, retried. So uh, do not look forward to more of that stressful news. But last but not least. Sorry, what happens when the jury is not hung and they're not? Uh, they get big old trucks and drive around and just fart them emissions up in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeehaw. They have to do. have the genitals in the back of the truck, too. Oh, that's right. Uh, but if you like genitals, you'll love Kim Kardashian. She's got a new <laughs> good transition there. That huh? was great. She's got a new line of nipple clothes coming out, and she's bringing something to Austin. Yes. So she's bringing the first ever Skims store. And you're like, what's Skims? Well, it's her really expensive shapewear line that. All That's the what we people need. are just saying is the most amazing thing ever. They're swearing by it. So it's, it if, shows nipples and camel toes. If you need just to need. make an impression, maybe you like, I don't know, ang- angered your wife or your I girlfriend. I could use this to suck in my gut. Yes. Right? Or for yourself personally. Then you should drive over to the domain <laughs> and visit the so- store because this is a big deal. This is the first ever brick and mortar skim store. Everything oh, else wow. you have to purchase online. And for some reason, she chose the domain in Austin, Texas to be the first trial run yeah, for we, a store. We, we're more Dallas than Dallas. We've become very yeah. Kardashian in the city. And it's like a it's called like a workshop store and it's supposed to only be around for a little bit. They're trying to see oh, how so this will go in person and then what is this? The results is Kim going to come this, to town? Well, can we get Kim K on air? The results I have of questions. how this goes means that they might uh actually open up real stores. So Austin, Texas, if you want Kim Kardashian to date Elon Musk. To date Elon Musk and move down here. Buy her stuff. Then yeah, buy her stuff, I guess. Could there be some team friction on the Chiefs bench? It looks like BFFs, Taylor Swift and Brittany Mahomes, have been caught dissing each other. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. It's social cues and Brittany Mahomes, wife of uh, Patrick Mahomes, the star as uh, a quarterback of the Chiefs and his favorite target to throw the ball to Travis Kelsey who's dating uh, Taylor Swift have been seen buddy buddy but guess what turns out some old tweets might be fan in the flames right Emily I guess so this is so stupid people know, are reaching right? for drama but I guess back in 2017 
or sorry, 2012, when Britney so ago. was 17 years old. So still in high school. She tweeted to Taylor, I want to know when you're going to find something different to write about besides Ooh. boys and relationships. Because the haters going to hate, 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 And then I guess she posted an angry face emoji. <gasps> Not the angry face emoji. So this is frustrating because this is just media outlets trying to contra- just make uh, controversy out of nothing. Yeah. Um, and it does yeah, remind yeah, me man. that... <laughs> I've got some tweets that go way back. Who knows what I've said. So I just wanted to clear the air and read some tweets that I might have written about you two. Um, Because, you know, it's social cues. We talk about the internet at this part of the segment. I'm like, oh, man, what if someone one day is like, hey, Spencer, you know, CJ said this. So I'm not going to say who the tweet is about, but I'm just going to read these to clear the air in case y'all. I'd rather y'all hear them from me than someone else. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. First one. Emily's new photos look terrible with that dumb hat. Maybe Fievel should have kept going west. Just a little tweet. No I big remember deal. this one. Um, let's see. Another tweet that's just out there, and it's old. It doesn't matter. I don't think this way anymore. Someone should tell Matt Bearden that his producer, Eeyore, that being sad is not a personality. It just gets old. So, you know, we didn't say who that was about. Just mm-hmm. kind of. Random. That's weird. I don't know anyone like that. Uh, this is a little more sexualizing someone, and I'm sorry for this. This but, one's about me, I bet. Uh, you know, we got a no, new No, it's co- about me. We got a new sure. coworker, and I said, damn, I'd let that hobbit climb my mountain doom anyway. Hopefully, the yeah. only ring she's carrying is a Nuva ring. <laughs> I remember so, this one. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Tweeted that, too. Um, Thank you. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, this next one, I want to definitely clear oh, the air. Oh, there's more. Were you yeah, apolog- there's a few more. Were you supposed to be apologizing about yeah, these? I don't think he's apologizing. I'm reading these tweets to say I'm sorry that I tweeted these things about you y'all. No, he didn't get enough retweets all- or likes, and so he's bringing back was, old tweets of I was his. literally 17 when I tweeted these. You literally like this one. No, you were like... Anytime I worry I suck at the radio, I just listen to 101X on the weekends and feel so much better about myself. Wow, what a jerk. Yeah. I mean, I was 17, dude. I was young. Uh, And my very last tweet. I think we had weekends back then. um, Again, I was young. These are dumb. I don't mean them anymore. But I I don't want someone to write an article in the Austin American Statesman that's like, CJ Morgan tweeted this about Emily and Spencer. Um, which uh-huh. he did. Yeah, which he did. Uh, this was about a new and co-host. And they're not deleted, obviously. I, well, I forgot about him, so I had to find him to make sure. Uh, about a new co-host we had here at the radio station, I said, more like in mourning my ex, Jason straight up moved on to a younger, dumber, blonder woman. <laughs> I wonder why. I'm also not so, blonde. So, so there y'all go. I just, I had to get these out. Oh. I apologize. Yeah. If old tweets pop up, I didn't mean it, okay? Oh, uh, CJ. Yes, yes, Emily. Well, since we're going to be apologizing, I might as well pull up an old tweet of mine. Oh, no, okay. Um, so I found this old tweet that says, uh, CJ has the smelliest armpits and Spencer's smell like roses. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sorry, it was an old tweet. It was sent out uh, back, let's see, at 5.12 p.m. Okay. Uh, All right. So, yeah. oh. uh, can we talk real quick? Uh, yeah. Let's, hold on, let me play a song. I need to talk to you. Yeah. Did you know? Did you? Did he? Did, Did you know that a man played the game Civilization Two, Civilization Two, for 10 years, which is a turn-based kind of, you know, you build up your city, your... Where you're getting things right. from, you have war, all you that fun interact stuff. interact with other civilizations. Yeah, Age There's of Empires. ways to win. More what I played, but a man played it for 10 years, and it resulted in never-ending nuclear war between the player and two other AIs, causing the world to become what he called a hellish nightmare of suffering and devastation. So that is <laughs> oh my just the future. Yeah, and you know it's got to be true. because Happy 10-year anniversary. <laughs> you know, sometimes they run those simulations of football games. They do it more soccer, because they partnered with, uh, you know, the FIFA game. Uh, They'll run simulations to see how it'll work nine times out of ten. And now we know AIs and humans fighting uh, nuclear battles for unending suffering. Did Did you you know? know? Wow, that that made me a little sad. This is a more practical one. Give us a happy one. I I don't know if this is happy, but look at your fingernails. Do you have those little white humps on the bottom of your fingernails. Uh, you mean my lovely lady lumps? Your lady lovely lumps, correct. Check them out. Uh, the white-colored half-moon-shaped structure at the base of our fingernails is called the 
Lunula. The Lunula. Uh, I call it the Poo Scoopa. Ew. Why? Why? Do I, don't ask why. Actually, you no, know no, no, why. No, no, no. I'm not asking why he calls it that. I'm asking gotta, why he, he needs to call it. Why, why do you do that? Multiple reasons. A little dip, dip check to oh make sure you wiped good. I mean, sorry, Emily. That was gross. That Go was on. so <laughs> nasty. So good, dude. I don't know why you're apologizing. Poo scooper. It's so stupid now, and well, perfect. he should apologize. I'm now imagining it. And it's gr- I can't look you in the eye right I'm now. Don't, like don't a, look, a look me in the eyes. nail, but it's used for other things. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, anyways. It's a shovel, basically. That half-moon-shaped structure, the Luna. Lu- Lununa. Gosh, I can't say it without thinking of poo. Poo scoopa. Oh, my gosh. It's the reason responsible for the growth of your entire fingernail. <gasps> and if you damage that one little part of your fingernail, you'll probably, like, it's going to mess up everything. Oh, right. That's why it's you. all brown. Yeah. Oh. Yellow. No, a little bit green. I'm grossing myself out. I'm it's sorry, so listener. I don't think... uh, Let's turn this around somehow with a did you know? Mm. Did you know? <laughs> Anyone? Anyone want to do uh, that? Okay. Yeah, Wait, no, man, to... I had one. I just moved it. Why are you going to even try to follow that? Just, he came up with Puskupa <laughs> out of nowhere. You just have to, sometimes he destroys a bit and you have to allow him to destroy the bit. You know what I mean? <sighs> sure. I work so hard on these did you knows. You should see to... how hard he worked to poop. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> to clean himself He's properly. Filing it into little. Uh, did you know that however long that white stuff is in your fingernails, that's how much longer you have to live? Oh, sweet. No I don't have any left. Oh, check this out, Emily. Can I see your hand? Nope. Don't touch her after nope, the don't poo scooper Do not touch me. me. <laughs> is Google deleting your Gmail account on December 1st? <laughs> Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird or is it wired? Our resident tech expert, Matt Bearden, is here to decide which one it is. I pretty much run everything through Gmail accounts now. Do you guys use Gmail accounts? Absolutely. There there are other things people use Yahoo. Come on. People still use Yahoo. I've had people write me before from their AOL account. I mean, Hotmail. I've had a Hotmail before when we take winter info that we give tickets to. Well, they'll hang on a lot, but I think Gmail really kind of consolidated at least a whole lot of people. Well, Gmail is running out of some space, so they're letting everybody know that if you have an account, an old account lying around, um, the only way to keep accounts active is to sign into them sometime. Now, when I say active, if it's your daily use account, you're fine. You don't have to worry about it. But if it's an account you haven't logged into in two years... You have until December 1st to keep that account. All you have to do is log into that account. Oh, no. But if you have an account that you have left over from college or high school or one that you used to use for when you signed up for Naughty Boy sites well, or whatever. Yeah, like when we've had, uh, Matt, when you and I used to create Twitters like Sympathy and Tragedy Leech, where you'd have to make a new email to account, have a new right. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Well, those all, are all gone. All, all those, those accounts are going to go away. Uh, on December 1st. So you have roughly a little over two weeks to sign in and save those accounts. I saw this news and I started going and I realized, oh my goodness, I have way too many of these. So (laughs) Google will definitely be freeing up and getting back probably some pretty good I knew that I'm going to let them have cookie bed at gmail.com. I'm going to let them have that one back. There's no reason to get in there. No. But have you thought, I was thinking about just the weird, do you remember before we realized that email was going to be something that we use for business, at, yeah. yeah, that it was just about coming up with a dumb name. CJ7 Brewmaster. I was uh, wanting to get into brewing my own beer at the age of 17 and thought that that was a pretty damn cool email. Uh, I was Mr. Torso at Netscape for quite some time. Ah. Okay, I've seen Mr. Torso saying some pretty vile things on uh, I don't own it Mr. Anymore. Torso. Yeah, Do you Mr. have a long torso? What's up with that? I just thought it was a dumb name. Oh. I, thought, I mean, it I is. also it's had... Good. I had... Remember Hotwire, which not the Hotwire that it is now. There used to be an email uh, runner called Hotwire, before Hotmail even. And uh, I used to have Point Glish. Uh, that's the sound I decide. I drew a comic one time of somebody's brain popping out of their head and then the brain hitting the ground. And the sounds that it made was Point Glish. Oh, wow. that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, but it meant nothing. And when you would try to tell somebody, oh, you can email me at Point Hyphen Glish. You gotta spell it. Yeah, it took too long. And that's when I started realizing, oh, it just needs to be 
your name, I guess. Did you have any goofy one, weird ones besides some, the Big uh, Master? Yeah, yeah, or? Taking yeah. some fun listener ones. There was one called Unicorn uh, T-I-T-S at Gmail or something. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they always preface it when they're like giving you your in- information, like I'm taking their info for tickets and stuff. They're like, sorry, this one's kind of a weird one, but yeah. those ones always get to me because they're funnier. Because we start ones for that, like <laughs> South by Southwest. You start email accounts that you use for the RSVPs and the free parties mm. and crap and, <laughs> and promo stuff like that, but I don't... I think all the fake ones I've made to make like uh, one of our Twitters or something we've done for the station, I forget about within a week. And so I've just lost it forever. But I do, I have ones for like my Lego, for my art, like for stuff like that, that I'm like, oh man, I need to log into those now. Yeah. So I, I think the oldest one that I can think of off of the top of my head was Unicorn. Uh, Close, actually. Um, It was called Beach Labable. And it was like, oh, I like the beach. I live by the beach. And I have a lab. So Beach Labable is the best name that I could possibly come up with. I don't know why I created this email. um, Because my old email did just fine. It did just fine. I think I just got bored one day and thought, I'm bored. I'm going to create another cute little email so that I can message my friends. I'm happy now because I have created collaborative emails for like websites where we've had multiple people using a YouTube or a Twitter or something like that. Right. That I'm glad that these will now be shut down. So there won't be something from 15 years ago associated with me. That, well, you that used Chewy, to run digital department that here. Chewy lo- logs into and you used to go to. CJ and say, hey man, I need the login for this account. And it would just be like <laughs> the password. Blank oh. bucket, blank sucker, blank, 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 6969. And yeah. I'd be like, really? And he'd yeah. be like, uh, yeah. Man, speaking much. of which, I just logged into that Beach Labable one. Totally forgot. I made a burner Instagram account with this. Yes. <laughs> and now Instagram is as is telling me that they're going to shut down my burner account. No, I need to keep it. I need to creep on people I don't know. Fear not being bald actually means you're good at sex. How are we supposed to make money on the internet? The internet? That thing's still around. Computer load up, celery man, please. Yes. It's Clickbait Corner, and we are getting deep into some clicky clickbait. Six reasons why bald guys make better lovers, according to quote-unquote research. I love that the article and some of the pictures they use are like The Rock and oh, Vin yeah. Diesel. Like, oh, yeah, of course. And the hottest. And who doesn't want to do it with bald them? Bald guys. Right. Yeah. Uh, but according to this, uh, bald guys are better lovers. And, I mean, is it a try-hard thing? We're about to figure it out. There's someone losing their hair. It's because it's because I'm already losing a lot, and I don't want to lose anything else. So I'll take care of what's been put before You're me. Do what, what it, you need yeah. to do. <laughs> sure. um, Emily, also, it's fun. You like long hair, guys. Oh, I love a good floppy hair. I just I just love when it flops and curls and flips. And but flows. does it get in the way of good lovemaking? And does it make you jealous if you have a man that has better hair than you? I don't know. I've never if, been with a bald guy. If, so if, See, that's what I'm saying. You might want to try it out. Uh, number one, they have <laughs> higher sex drive. Researchers what? think being bald. <laughs> well, because you would think losing your hair is less testosterone, but it says... Uh, they have more testosterone, which makes the hair thinner and makes you go bald, which is why I guess a lot of steroid users lose hair. That, uh, I don't know. That's what I they don't. say. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, is it because they, uh, <laughs> they're they better in bed because they, they got seem, more testosterone? They have to, like, compensate for the lack of of hair. hair. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sure. Maybe. Why wouldn't it be that? It's saying straight up it means they might have more um, more tea there. Just uh, because look, it's longer just, doesn't mean it's better. Well, I was going to say, yeah, I just because I can't just rely on this beautiful, good-looking hair. I have to put some work in. Yeah. Uh, that's number two. <laughs> they save crazy amounts of time and money on hair care products. Oh, thank uh, that was actually one of the we things. We barely use it as guys. <laughs> well, I, when I did first switch to like shaving my head, I don't do chrome dome, but I, I did notice... I was like, man, I'm spending way less on shampoo and stuff. It feels oh, yeah. nice, too. And also, as a woman, I know uh, I have had boys over that will use my fancy shampoo. And I'm I like, get no, in no, trouble no, for no. That, that is my expensive little, yeah. stuff. I also Absolutely use it to not. take a bath sometimes. Yeah. Not good. Oh. Yeah, expensive shampoo. I, hey, my chest hair and pubes need to be clean and shiny as well. Uh, back to the list, uh, clickbait corner, of why bald men make better lovers. Whoa. 
number three, they're less likely to develop testicular tumors. In a study published in the Journal of International Andrology, bald men less likely to have tumors in their in their balls, Weird. their satchels. Ooh. Okay. Interesting. Ah, good to know. That's good okay, to know. That's good. great. I awesome. I want to check as often. Uh, number four, <laughs> which is every day. He makes me check too, Emily. That's kind of oh, messed. Like that's, that's not. Weird. Sometimes we check together. It's called docking. Yeah. <laughs> There's some mirrors. You know, uh, mirrors. Number do four, the their other physical assets are easier to notice. So eyelashes, <laughs> eyes, dimples, My all man, that stuff. Man boobies. Uh, <laughs> really poke out. Uh, number five, they're better at sports. This just seems like BS. It um, sounds B- like a bald dude wrote this. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right? yes. That's, you know, you figured it out. It's not just any bald dude, a short bald dude. Yes. Oh. <laughs> With a small wiener. We haven't gotten to the list where it's why short guys are the best lovers. That's right. It's coming soon. Uh, number six, they're low maintenance. Okay, um, maybe, yeah. This one's really good. Uh, number seven, they added this. They're masters at wearing hats, so they're really good at wearing hats and hiding yeah, their baldness actually, from you. Actually, kind of. Uh, it's, so I mean, dumb. honestly, men don't accessorize enough, and I feel like bald men are really good about accessorizing because yeah. they understand the importance of a good outfit. It's not you can't hide behind your hair. Yes, You're right. your hair is long and luxurious, and and you look like Tarzan. But at the end of the day, like if you just but, have a really really nice outfit and a nice hat, uh-huh. I respect you. Why well, I have shampooed pubes. No Doesn't one can see that. Oh, no weird. one cares about no, that. No. Get rid of those. The CJ Morgan Show, where your opinions are welcome. Kinda. Text us anytime. 512-835-1015. 1015. <laughs>